This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Very good morning, folks. A big Falcher wrote to Keologus crack on a Saturday morning. And an absolutely stellar morning out there. It's simply gorgeous here in Toronto. The sun is shining. For the last week of September and uh, an absolutely cracking uh, week that has passed us by. So uh, I'm here alone in the studio today. No Mr. O'Brien, unfortunately. But uh, as usual, we can depend on him calling in from somewhere around, I think, Ontario at least. Good morning, Mr. O'Brien. Uh, how are you, Kenny? I'm grand. How's things? Are the, heart, are the heart pumping in Tipperary and Kilkenny right now? Well, I'd say, yeah, the nerves. There'll be no nails left on anybody uh, in in Tip or, or or Kilkenny or anywhere around Dublin if they're uh, up there at Crow Park they'll be they'll be chewing them off. <laughs> very good, very good. Are you not? Um, do you not have a special guest in there today? No. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I didn't announce that yet. Now uh, there's. Uh, right. I won't spoil that now. We'll, don't spoil that just yet. But we'll uh, we'll announce yeah. that. We do have a guest, and I, all I can say is there's no baked goods, buddy. No baked oh, treats oh, at all. So very disappointing. Clearly didn't get the memo on that, so uh, we'll have yeah, words. We'll have words with this uh, special guest here now a little later on that. That's deplorable. That's deplorable. So it is. It is, it is so indeed. listen, I've been under a rock now for the last couple of days. You and, have. Um, I'm completely out of the loop on everything that's going on. So I'm going to depend a little bit more on you now. Can you give me a bit of a Ryder Cup update and, and the listeners at the same time? Well, I certainly can. I've been uh, getting up in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, I love this tournament. My first one to go see live was in 1995 when Europe uh, won it on US soil. And Philip Walton was the hero that day, a good, uh, a good Dublin man. And um, I've been getting up. And so yesterday... It finished up uh, 5-3 to the Europeans. So they went out with a, yep. a two-point lead. And then this morning, it uh, after the morning uh, four balls, it was 6.5, 5.5. So the U.S. came out storming out of the gates this morning Wow! and uh, did a, a mighty job. Now getting into the foursomes, I can give you a live update right now. Blue right. is the color. And uh, wow. Jamie Donaldson and Lee Westwood are two up through 12 Keimer and Rose are two up through ten. Garcia and McElroy are one up through eight. And Dubisson and McDowell are four up through seven. Oh, wow. So an amazing uh, run of the tables. But, of of course, we we both know, we both love the sport. We play it as much as we can. And we've played in tournaments similar to this. Anything yeah. can happen and things can change very quickly. So uh, we'll hope that the uh, the boys from Europe continue. There's a great atmosphere in Scotland altogether. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! Well, that's a great, great, a uh, great update there. And uh, and what's your call on this hurling game that's going to start in about an hour or so? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh, Tipperary and. Uh, and I think they're. Uh, you didn't stick with Tipperary. You didn't pick them to begin with. I did a course. I picked them from the start of the season. What are you talking about? Temporary. <laughs> yeah. Are you going with Kilkenny, are you? No, I'm going with Tipperary. Oh, are you? 
awful neighbours to have when you're down in leash they're hard to take right yeah so stealing a few players huh what's that did they ever steal a few players they did yeah any fella that had any decent talent that was within a four mile uh, four miles of the border he'd all of a sudden be a citizen of Kilkenny so um, yeah absolutely so you have to go and, for uh, tip your, your lads um, your lads were on early this morning I hate to ask uh, yeah um, thanks for bringing that up but uh, yeah. they did not close the deal the Everton came back and scored an extra time and it finished 1-1 oh. But you and Mr. Donnelly, uh, there was a lot of email going back and forth there uh, this week, so no bet on the Arsenal-Spurs game, no? No, no bet. He wouldn't give me enough goals. Uh, all right. It's my, 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 my favourite and least favourite game uh, all at the same time, that one. So, anyway. Uh, okay. So, uh, back to uh, GEA here now. There's a big day tomorrow as well at, uh, at Croker. It's the ladies' uh, All-Ireland football final. Cork and Dublin are right. on there. You'll be tuning into that, will you? can't remember the girl's name from Cork, but she scored, I think, something like 7-8 or something in a game recently. My it's Lord. It's supposed to be a fierce bit of stuff altogether. Wow. Yeah. That, that is and fierce. I can't remember her name, so that's a bit of a useless bit of information there. But Please, thanks very anyway. much for that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, I wonder I, how many people now will be at Croker for that one. You have a good crew in there. Oh, I'd say they would, yeah. they get a good following, all right. And sure, Cork people love to travel and, and follow their sports team, so I'd say there'll be a good, uh, a good showing for sure. And I see Martin McHugh was back in charge of an outfit that he steered to glory 12 years ago. I don't know if you remember uh, McHugh, but he's at the helm now of the IT Sligo Sigerson Cup side for the coming year. Oh, he is. Yep, and he moves, uh, he sees the, uh, he was in the 92 uh, Donegal or Ireland winner, so he was. And, he was uh, indeed, that's yep. right. Very good. And his two sons actually uh, play for, uh, played for Donegal, um, Ryan and Mark. They'll be both yeah. actually part of the Sligo team, so look out. Could be uh, good things this coming year. But Ryan was actually part of the Donegal team that uh, that lost in the in the final, um, but he Very had good. he had uh, bagged a couple of uh, goals against Dublin, so uh, in the uh, in the semis. And Connacht's unbeaten run, uh, unfortunately, my lads from Connacht in the rugby, uh, their unbeaten streak comes to an end. They were in tough against Glasgow, and they lost thirty nine twenty one last night. But your Leinster boys are back to winning ways. They beat Cardiff 37-23. Very good. Very so, good. Very uh, good. You're uh, a very reliable man for those rugby updates. I'll now, tell you. I'll uh, tell you. Now, I know you're a bit of a boatman uh, of late, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I'd give you this little uh, rundown here. There's a, there's a fellow called Ryan Seaton and Matt McGovern, and they earned Ireland's third place in the 2016 Olympic Games for uh, for Brazil. So uh, I know you'll be cheering those fellas on. Fantastic! Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, hey, switching gears a little bit, I just wanted to let you know I got a call just before the show from uh, from Cahill Boyd. Um, I know that it's on the community calendar of events, but I promised him that I'd give it another plug. But he has his golf tournament next weekend at uh, Braybend Golf Club, and uh, he's got over a hundred golfers already signed up. So he's done a great job. He'd love to get a few more, of course, and that's for a great cause for mental health. And um, he'd love to see more younger people. So if there's any of our listeners there that are uh, of the younger generation, uh, listen out for the uh, calendar of events and get called coordinates. And uh, But Braben Golf Club, early start next Saturday morning now. It'd be a great day, hopefully, for him. Definitely. It's a great cause and fair play to Cahill. He puts a lot of work into this. It's the second Good. one. So yeah. Uh, yeah. we should have uh, folks out there to uh, to support that event. Wonderful. 
Did, uh, did the dub show up on the for the boards today there for he you? He was here, and he was here in plenty of time. He actually beat me here today, so uh, wow. a fair play wow. to him. Yeah, he's got a big day planned today now. I don't know if we can even uh, talk about it, but he's off to see uh, TFC and then a, a bit of a stag party oh. now. He he won't be oh, driving no. home anyway, that's for sure. Huh? <laughs> even uh, He has yeah. to get paid early today so he could have a few bob for the evening. <laughs> Next stag you go to will probably be Cormac or Ronan, I'd say. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, very good. All right. So um, you have uh, a busy weekend ahead, have you? Uh, I have. I'm actually, you, 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 you called it wrong. I'm actually down in the state of Georgia right now, just outside of Atlanta. And I uh, was buried for the last couple of days now in a boardroom. So I, don't, I might as well have been in Scarborough. Oh, my goodness. But, um, wow. Yeah. You're going to get any golf but, in uh, while you're down there? No, no, no golf at all, to be honest with you. Nothing. See a no, football game? Bring any stick. I don't think I'll, I'll even find a place to, 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 to show the hurling here. I'll have to go and have a little sniff around here and see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. If you find an Irish pub there, you'll be, uh, you'll be sound, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's been very cloudy down here for the last, uh, the last few days, so, which is uh, not characteristic for this part of the world. But, um, yes, I'll be back there Sunday. All right. Very good. Yes, well, tomorrow. Have you good music lined up now? I have fantastic music. You know it. You better believe it. Bit of Sligo stuff in here as well. So, All right. Uh, well, listen, safe travels. Right. Thank you, sir. Okie dokie. Take care of yourself. The show. I'll be listening in. All right. Good luck to you. With all the other listeners here in uh, the state of Georgia, I'll be good. listening in. <laughs> good. I hope you're introducing them uh, to this fine show. I am, of course. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> all right, pal. All right. Good luck to you. See you. Cheers. All right, we'll move on now with, uh, we will move on with a wee bit of music. There's, of course, uh, lots of sport going on uh, in Ireland and, uh, of course, the Ryder Cup in Scotland. So the tip in Kilkenny, fellas, will they be brave today to go out there and win that All-Ireland? Here's Clonad with Brave Enough.
family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, from Georgia to Ottawa, here's Desmond DeVoy with the News from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Ken. Thank you so very much for that, and good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. 
Well, even as American and allied bombs rain down on Islamic State targets in Syria and nearby Iraq, Irish troops will continue to serve as United Nations peacekeepers in the Golan Heights. Defence Minister Simon Coveney made the announcement Tuesday in the Dáil after weeks of uncertainty over Ireland's continued involvement in the UN Observer Force mission on the Syria-Israel border, according to RTE News. In recent weeks, UN troops from Fiji have been kidnapped by Islamist rebels fighting the Syrian government, and Filipino troops have also escaped a massacre thanks to help from Irish troops. Coveney told the Doyle that not only will the mission continue, but a new contingent of Irish troops will deploy to the Golan Heights next month. But Coveney stretched that the Irish government still wanted to see structural change in the mission in the Middle East. Well, imagine finding out that you were fired or demoted via Twitter. Well, Northern Ireland's beleaguered Health Minister Edwin Poots and Culture and Leisure Minister Nelson McCausland both found out this week via social media that they had lost their ministerial jobs in what is likely a first for Twitter, a cabinet shuffle announced online amongst Democratic Unionist cabinet ministers at the Stormont Assembly. First Minister Peter Robinson made the announcements late Tuesday that Poots had been replaced by Jim Wells, according to the Belfast Telegraph. Poots tried to take it all in stride, even tweeting his response, wishing Wells all the best in his new job. He'll need the good luck. This week, five people waited almost 20 hours at the emergency room at Belfast Royal Victoria Hospital before they were seen to. Poots also shouldered the blame for a terrible night on January 8th when 42 patients were left on trolleys in the same hospital. He also faced criticism for not lifting a ban on gay men giving blood. Wells comes to his new job with some baggage of his own. In 2012, he claimed that rape victims should not be allowed to abort an unborn child. However, Poots could not go quietly into that good night. He alleged later that it is public knowledge that Robinson intends to stand down as First Minister before the 2016 Northern Ireland Assembly elections, something Robinson strongly denies. Well, still on the topic of health care in the Republic, the new National Children's Hospital at St. James's Hospital in Dublin will now not open until the year 2019, three years later than originally planned, according to the Irish Times. Former Health Minister Dr. James Riley had promised that the 650 million euro project would be finished by 2018. The design team will now be filling its planning applica- filing its planning application rather next June instead of February, and more time was needed than anticipated in getting the design team together to start with. At a speech at Dublin Castle this week, current Health Minister Leo Varadkar's frustration was evident when he said, quote, Ireland's children deserve a world-class hospital. We've been promising it and talking about it for too long. Let's get building. Part of the delay came when planning authorities rejected the original proposal to build at the Matter Hospital site in Dublin. The new hospital will have 384 inpatient beds and 62 critical care beds. In transportation news this morning, about 50 children were injured when a school bus collided with a car in County Tyrone, ending up in a nearby field. According to the Belfast Telegraph, the crash occurred on the Oma to Drum uh, on the Oma Road in Drumquin, traveling from Castle Derg to Oma on Monday morning. The bus crashed through a hedge and into a field before turning on its side. About 20 of the 50 secondary school students were taken to Alton Glavin Hospital in County Derry and the Southwest Acute Hospital in County Fermanagh, with some suffering from broken bones. Six students suffered what were described as, quote, more than minor injuries. Northern Ireland's Transport Minister, Danny Kennedy, has offered has ordered a full investigation into the crash. In crime news this morning, Irish authorities intercepted a cocaine haul worth 80 million euros, about 200 kilometers off the coast of Mizzenhead, County Cork, on Tuesday. 
The yacht Maya Cabela was boarded by naval officers that morning by a boarding party from the Long Irnuk Meave and the Long Irnuk Roisin. The Colombian made cocaine and was placed on board the yacht in Venezuela. The Roisin towed the yacht to Hall Beline Naval Base in County Cork. The cocaine was parceled out in 41 25 kilogram bales, similar to the 440 million euro haul seized near Dunlock Bay in 2007. The 70-year-old skipper and the 35 and 28-year-old are being questioned by Gardaí at Bridewell Garda Station in Cork. Well, this week in Irish history, September 25th seemed to be a go-to day. So let's start with that day in 1957 when Shamrock Rovers become the first Irish team to play in European soccer competition, earning a tie against Manchester United. Also on that date in 1961, keeping with the soccer theme, Liverpool and Ireland soccer player Ronnie Whelan is born. He will play for Ireland 53 times and won six league championship medals, two FA Cup medals, and a European Cup medal. On the same day in 1983, 38 Irish uh, IRA prisoners staged the largest prison break in British history, escaping from the Mays Prison near Belfast, then billed as the most secure jail in all of Western Europe. And in 2000, Sonia O'Sullivan wins Olympic silver in the women's 5,000 metres race at the Summer Games in Sydney, Australia. And on September 27, 1891, Charles Stuart Parnell gave his final public appearance in a torrential rain in Craig's County Galway. There you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, Ireland's national airline, which is now operating year-round service from Toronto to Ireland with connections from more than eight Canadian cities. Now you can enjoy Aer Lingus's legendary Irish service, all at a welcoming price. Find out more at www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil. Thanks very much, Desmond. That's... Uh Always good to get the news from Ireland. So sometime around 1790, a race took place on the Curra of Kildare between a skewbald horse owned by Sir Arthur Marvel and Miss Portley, a grey mare owned by Sir Ralph. And here's a song that took the fancy of a writer. It's The Plains of Kildare, Andy Irvine and Paul Brady. <laughs> Like an arrow, the grey mare 
Lovely bit of music there from Andy Irvine and Paul Brady. And we have in the studio a very special guest, Uktharan of the Chamber of Commerce here in Toronto, Mr. Matthew Cotter. Matthew, you're very welcome to the studio. How's it going? Thanks, Ken. Very well. Privileged to be here. Ah, good man yourself. Now, as I mentioned off the top there, now there was no baked goods or anything like that. You didn't uh, surprise us with uh, any treats. I wasn't aware of the custom. Um, It's noted for any future appearances and uh, will ensure that, uh, although I have just been informed that uh, baked goods would not be welcome in the studio (laughs) here. uh, Ah, in the kitchen. It's in the kitchen. kitchen. We love to have our baked goods. But anyway, that's all right. We'll forgive you this one time. So uh, you're uh, in charge of the chamber now almost a year which yeah. is amazing. That year has just flown by, and uh, you're a new dad of four months, baby Sophia. Tell us a little bit about your past year. Yeah, it's certainly been a, an interesting year. Um, 2013, got married uh, back in Ireland, a wonderful venue actually in Castle Martyr in uh, northeast Cork, I believe. And uh, so we had a fantastic week back there, uh, two weeks back there, Came back to Toronto and uh, very shortly after the wedding got the surprising news that we were expecting. Um, So welcomed Sophie on May 15th. All the while in the backdrop, I uh, agreed to step up um, after a very close one or close fought election, I would say, to uh, 
to assume the role of president of the chamber. And uh, so between the, the home life, the chamber life and the day job, uh, I would say the last 12 months have certainly been a, a, a very busy, busy period for me. Good stuff. And you've just had a couple of the mayoral candidates out to speak to the chamber. Olivia Chow was in to see you. And just this past week, John Tory, how did those events go? Yeah, we certainly had great success, really. Um, you know, what we really were trying to do was just create a forum for the members to get access to, you know, potentially the next leader of the of the city. And uh, really, really successful, both events. Both candidates really came with enthusiasm, great energy, um, really put out their platform very clearly. And um know really positive response from the membership in terms of uh, the quality of those events so we're very pleased with them um, we just came off the John Tory breakfast on uh, yesterday morning actually just on on, on well on Thursday morning and uh, very well attended thanks to the, the the team down at the hothouse very well it was a great event and uh, no we're very very happy um, that it's uh, a nice way to kick off our fall schedule I guess is, is probably the way to to think about it. Excellent. Yeah, Andrew Laffey and his staff always do a great job. Fantastic, house, yeah. Autos. Yep. Super. And uh, how is membership these days? Membership is always a challenge, Ken, as I'm sure you probably remember from your from your days and uh, at the helm. Um, I think what we're what we're undoubtedly in is a is a transitionary period from perhaps the the established members that have supported the chamber for a long number of years and the new breed or the new uh, range of, of young Irish people that are arriving here so the challenge for us as an organization is to try and stay relevant and to you know to have a calendar of events that that appeals both to our established and uh, loyal supporters but also that brings in the new memberships and uh, members and and gives us something sustainable as we look forward uh, to make this organization a, a valuable part of the of the uh, the lifestyle here in Toronto. Great stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's no doubt there's no shortage of young people coming out here. So hopefully a lot of them will see tremendous value in joining up with the chamber. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll have you back in a little bit and we'll chat about those uh, calendar of events that you're planning. I know there's a big night on October the 9th and a big day, in fact. So we'll uh, we'll chat a little bit more about that. In the meantime, we'll move on with a wee bit of music from a great Sligo band called Dervish and Kathy Jordan, the beautiful voice of Kathy Jordan. And this is a, a song. It's about a, a young girl who was mistreated by her adopted family and deserts off to the British Army. It's Baba Conri. <laughs> I'm not 
Vermont man Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabin can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabin is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. Welcome home. We know that getting started in a new country can be overwhelming. Let us help open the door to your new start. If you've been in Canada for three years or less, the Scotiabank Start Right program is for you. This simple package can help you get started, whether you need to establish your credit, a banking solution for your daily life, or financial advice to plan for your dreams. Start right here. Visit us today in branch, online, or call. You are richer than you think. Scotiabank. All right, here's uh, one of my favorite tracks by a 
Paul Brady, but this time it's the beautiful voice of Dolores King uh, singing The Island. This twisted wreckage down on Main 
Right, well, we're back here with uh, Matthew Cotter. He's the president of the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce in Toronto. Matthew, you've got a big event happening on October the 9th. You have a delegation, I believe, coming in from Ireland. Maybe tell our listeners all about that. Yeah, that's right. Um, the Our, our uh, equivalents or our counterparts in, in, in Dublin, the Ireland-Canada Business Association, um, were very active over in Dublin promoting um, Canadian and Irish business interests, are bringing a delegation of about 10 Irish companies, a, a range of companies, I believe. Arthur Cox, the solicitors, are travelling. I think PwC are travelling on the accountancy side and a range of other businesses coming to, to showcase what they do and, um, and you know, to, with the view to either trying to attract, um, you know, other Canadian businesses to come to Ireland and, and, and Canadian companies to highlight to Canadian companies the services that are on offer for Ireland should they seek to, to open uh, operations over there. So, you know, this is, this is the third actual edition of uh, an Ireland-Canada business summit. A number of years ago, they came over and we had a very successful day in downtown Toronto that last year, it was uh, the the reciprocal event was held back in Dublin, um, led by Cormac Monaghan, my predecessor, um, and uh, by all accounts, a very successful day at the Shelburne Hotel. So this is the third event, and really, what we're trying to do is continue to build on the momentum that's been generated in the previous events, um, and really keep Irish Canadian business interests, you know, front and center. Um, and so we're really looking forward to the day. There's a range of speakers lined up, top class Canadians, uh, companies and Irish, indeed Irish companies. So there'll be a range of either speaking events, there'll be panel discussions and really just an opportunity for people to come along and network and engage with, you know, business leaders from both sides of the Atlantic. So, uh, you know, a really, a really interesting day and something that we hope people will be interested in and come along, uh, work commitments uh, permitting. Um, so looking sure. forward to it. That sounds uh, that sounds great. Actually, a super event for people to uh, to attend. How do people get in touch? How do they get a ticket? How do they? Uh yeah, so it's all of it. All of the detail is available through our website, and obviously we're communicating uh, by email with all of our existing membership base. For but for any listeners that are looking for the detail, the the Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce website has all of the the links to purchasing tickets. Um, so it's it's actually the the summit is fifty dollars uh, to attend for the day a bargain um, a bargain and well that will include it's a day event from eleven a.m. in the morning till four thirty and it will include a, a lunch it's all happening at the King Edward Hotel in downtown Toronto so it, you know anticipating a a really good day and uh, but what I will say on that. Pr- on, on, on the price and on, on access is it kind of brings us on to the evening then that, you know, that is uh, a chamber-led uh, initiative, which is our our inaugural President's Dinner. And anyone who attends the, the President's Dinner that evening is actually entitled to attend the uh, the summit by day for free. So the, the, the dinner event is a, a flagship event really for the chamber and something we haven't done for a number of years and a lot of demand across the membership has been to to have an event that you know catered for you know a, a, a varied audience so we could kind of engage our established membership with our new membership in a nice enjoyable setting um, and so we've come up with this concept of a president's dinner and we hope it'll become a fixture on the calendar and october the 9th is our kickoff 
uh, event and you know we'll seek to acknowledge the contribution of those loyal presidents like yourselves Ken who, who, who went before and helped keep this organization going for 20 years um, and also really the success of the chamber is going to be you know contingent on the transfer of knowledge from the established here in the city to the, to the newcomers and you know a forum and a, an evening like we have on the 9th should provide a great outlet for that so we're really really hoping that the community and both new and established, um, we'll come out and support that event because it'll really give us an insight into where, where we stand as an organization and, and what, what the demands are for us as we, as we look forward to the next year. So as I say, that event is actually at One King West, um, immediately following the, uh, the summit at, king, at the King Edward. So two, Don't two, confuse those then, folks. Two, right? two slightly different venues, all detail, but you know, very close at hand. We, we opened the event with a 6.30 cocktail reception supported by a jazz trio. We're going to have a three-course meal. We've got an after party that evening with a live band. So really fantastic lineup. And we're currently working on finalizing our, 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 our keynote speaker, which we've had a little, little bit of trouble with due to uh, work commitments, but uh, we're hoping to announce that very soon. So Excellent. Excited about the prospect. A full day. It sounds uh, pretty amazing, actually. And uh, so, folks, let's uh, make sure that you get in touch with uh, the Chamber at ICCTO.com or you can uh, actually go to our website as well and find out some information on our events calendar, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Good stuff, Matthew. All right, we'll uh, continue with a wee bit of music here and uh, we'll come back and chat with Matthew a little bit later. Here's the Chieftains and Planksty Berting. Thank you. 
The Galway Arms, located at 838 Deck Queensway in Etobicoke, is your home away from home in Toronto's West End. The Keane family invite you to come out and enjoy some of the finest pints in Toronto. And they also feature some of the best Irish meals in the city. There's always a great pint and a bit of crack waiting for you at the Galway. And you can be sure that in the next few moments, the crack will be mighty with Tipperary and Kilkenny with the Clash of the Ash going on the big All-Ireland Hurling replay final. To get all your entertainment and sports lineup, call the Keane family at 416-251-0096 or go to galwayarms.ca. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, folks, here's the fall uh, version of our calendar of events. It's the Guinness Community Calendar calendar of events the second annual shamrock garden and landscaping golf tournament in aid of mental health at braben golf and country club in mississauga is happening next saturday october the 4th make sure you get out there folks to uh, support cottle boyd and all the folks that are running this tournament it's a 12 30 shotgun start it's 150 dollars and all the proceeds will be donated to the credit valley uh, hospital for mental health on October 9th, you heard it here from Matthew Cotter. It's the inaugural ICCCTO President's Dinner, networking with international delegates, honouring past presidents, commending our membership. There'll be music, food, conversation and the crack, and it's all happening at one King West in the Grand Ballroom. Open Door Cayley are holding a pub night at the Galway Arms on Saturday, October the 18th with Brian Williams and his band. And it's only $10 admission. There'll be great prizes. For more information, you can contact a variety of fine ladies, Geraldine Brown, Mary Sheridan, and Maura Bradley, and all their phone numbers are on our website. The 24th Annual Mass of Memory is happening on Sunday, October the 26th at St. Paul's Basilica. That's at 83 Power Street, and that is at the corner of Queen Street East and Power Street. It all commences at half past two, and there'll be 30 minutes of sacred and Celtic music with a, a prelude, of course, by none other than the Irish Choral Society. Mass will start at 3 p.m. and there will be a GAA Guard of Honour. The principal celebrant is Father Jerry Scott. Homilist is Father Patrick Fitzpatrick. And it'll all be followed by a reception at the Church Hall. For more information, you can contact Narita Fleming. Sinn Féin's Pierce Doherty, TD, will be the guest speaker at Sinn Féin's, uh, the Friends of Sinn Féin Canada annual dinner, which is happening on Saturday, November the 8th, and that is taking place at the Hot House Restaurant in Toronto. Pierce is Sinn Féin's finance spokesperson in the doll. Tickets are only $125, and for more information uh, on the event, you can give Alan McConnell a call. And of course, again, all email addresses, websites, and phone numbers are available at our website which is saturdayirishradio.com if you ever want to get an old request in or want us to post an event of your own you can certainly get in touch with myself or mark ken at saturdayirishradio.com or mark at saturdayirishradio.com and we'd be happy to complete that for you very good all right well uh we've had matthew cotter matthew thanks a million for uh, coming in to the studio we hope that your event on october the 9th will be a tremendous success Thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me. 
Good stuff. And a few other things. I suppose you've got the annual quiz. That'll be coming up in November as well, will it? November 13th, I believe, in our regular spot down at the Hot House again. Um, it's an event that almost uh, doesn't need to be sold anymore, such as the reputation of it. So really looking forward to that as well. And then finally, we'll, we'll finish the year in usual style at PJ O'Brien's on December 5th with our with our Christmas party. So Christmas uh, party. You'll be singing uh, at that event, will you, Matthew? Uh, I haven't got nothing planned at the moment. No? But, uh, you know. No, it's tradition, you know. All uh, all presidents have to get up to that microphone. Well, and, you, uh, you never know. Uh, good, good, good. All right. Excellent. Uh, all right. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, we're going to go, uh, we'll play our next track. Uh, this is a bit of a Sligo connection. Tom Moore, uh, who resided in Cullinamore. But anyway, this is a song about Cavan Girl. As I walk the road from Kilachandra, weary I sit down. For it's twelve long miles around the lake To get to Cavan Town Though up there and the road I go Once seemed beyond compare Now I curse the time it takes to reach My Cavan girl so fair Autumn shades are on the leaves The trees will soon be bare Each red gold leaf around me seems The colour of her hair My gaze retreats to find my feet And once again I sigh for the broken pools of sky remind The colour of her eye At the cavern cross each Sunday morning There she can be found And she seems to have the eye of every boy In cavern town if my luck will hold, I'll have the golden summer of her smile And to break the hearts of cabin men, she'll talk to me a while So next Sunday evening finds me homeward, kill a Chandra to work the week till I return and court. Very good. Yeah, Tom Moore with Cavan Girl. And, uh, of course, that hour, as usual, flies by. Just a little bit of an update on the Ryder Cup. Jamie Donaldson and Lee Westwood are still one up through 16. Keimer and Rose are one up through 14. Garcia and McElroy are one up through 12. And Dubisson and McDowell are four up through 11. Thanks for listening, folks. It's been another great Saturday, and we're going to go out with a track from Rant Maggie Rant, and this one's called Old Maid of Galway. Slán.
programming for our